0: What's up everybody? This week Greg and I talk about three classic fighting games. Tekken 2, Street Fighter 2, and Killer Instinct. That and a whole lot more is to come because maybe Ken's theme is infinitely better than Guile's and you cannot change my mind. Welcome to the show. You know, video games and music do go hand in hand and I'm gonna ask you this question, dude. Is it true the Ken theme is better than Gal theme?
1: <laughs> you know, I, I don't know, that's one of those uh matter preferences I think. I think I think uh they're all epic in their own way, really. Street Fighter put, put a put a lot of effort into all of it, the art and the music everything. So
0: And I think Street Fighter is the king. Hi, hey, everybody, what's everybody doing this fine fine week? I'm John by Greg and uh we're here. We're going to be talking about some uh classic fighting games from the 90s that were released on several different consoles. But before we get started, uh, I just want to tell you, thank you very much for your support in the last couple of weeks. And, you know, we, we are back. We are doing fantastic. And if you want to support us, go ahead, check out Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram. That's where you'll find us. Look at Because maybe Network. That's where we are right now. Check out YouTube, bit.ly slash BM Network youtube And of course, if this is not where you usually get your podcast, check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Stitcher Radio, and tune in. So, uh as you saw last week, we're going to go ahead and get, and jump in as, as quickly as we can. So, Greg, man, awesome to have you back. It's been great it it's been uh it's been too long since we last recorded together cuz, you know. Yeah,
1: you know, I was actually listening to the um uh, the pod today while I was working and um it got to the Groundhog Day 1 and uh <laughs> I just thought about how much fun we had doing that one and just what a great just Film that was, and just all all the little snits of stuff that I'd researched and just completely forgotten about. Yeah, it was cool. So I was definitely looking forward to uh, doing it again.
0: And how Phil Collins is still in Groundhog Day. Uh- right,
1: <laughs> he could feel it coming in the air
0: there you in go. Punxsutawney. Punxsutawney. I, you know, I want to go there one day. Not one. Yes. Not in the winter, though because it's too cold.
1: <laughs> Isn't it? Is that in Pennsylvania?
0: I think it is.
1: Yeah, because I actually want to go to Pennsylvania. So we should all once this once this uh, COVID thing's over, we should all just like take a road trip together. Because nice. um, the um, Scranton, Pennsylvania, where the office was set, is there as well. Nice. So I'd love to make like a, just a like a little like a little geek tour. And apparently, there's this place uh, that they mentioned in the show called Cooper's Seafood that they actually sell. They have a full office retail store nice. like the the, nice. Um, the world's greatest boss mugs and like gags from the show and like all it's really so yeah I would love to go to Pennsylvania that'd be great
0: so, see they wouldn't be able to do that in the UK because Swindon is not a not a great place to go uh, I'm, gotcha. sorry for, <laughs> so I'm, I'm sorry for everybody in Swindon if, you, if you're offended by that just replace Swindon with the right and you'll be fine uh, <laughs> so um, plus you know what we, we got a hurricane to contend with this week so let's uh, <laughs> two probably right Two, yeah oh, yeah God. two, man so we're not that far back in like last time so all right, right. so this so like we did uh, like we did the last season when we spoke about the um the genesis classics we're just going to go ahead and look at cuz th- again these three games are not games that we can do a full hour, full hour 45 minutes dedicated to right because there's just not enough on them well i mean there's, yeah there's, i mean there's not a
1: whole lot to, i don't i mean there's there is but there isn't a whole lot to them if you know what i mean as far yeah. as for the sake of I like mean, a narrative and like technical explanations there's yeah. only really so much you can touch on really so
0: it makes sense yeah but but they've but they've got enough enough depth in them so that we can uh you know just put put something in there right and this is these are not going to be the only yeah oh, totally. these are not going to be the only fighting games we talk about th- this season either we're gonna be uh, at some point later on we talk about Shaq Fu. But that's not involved oh. that's not involved in today <laughs> okay
1: so say you were, uh, yeah because we're talking about fighting games today
0: fighting classics yeah Oh,
1: i love the A V G intake on that he's like you can just add food to anything now huh <laughs> robin williams food you too food <laughs> you t- it's like whatever you want
0: <laughs> y- you too food i can imagine uh bono fighting someone in kung fu style <laughs> oh
1: right
0: <laughs> yeah yeah um Okay, so
1: he'd kill him with a reduced greenhouse gas emissions.
0: Yeah, you know, I'll, just throw, I'll throw his bike. Captain out
1: of Planet him. style. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> He'll summon Captain Planet, and we'll all be screwed.
0: Uh, <laughs> so the the first game we're going to talk about is we're going to talk about uh, Killer Instinct. Yeah. Now this was my go-to game when I was when I had the SNES, right? It, okay. First, that it had this beautiful black cartridge in the UK. So like all well, the okay. other cartridges were nice and gray, and then this black one stood out. Right? Okay, kind and of like was, the
1: Legend of Zelda with that. Yeah, that with beautiful the golden, golden carpet, car, uh, cartridge. Yeah, totally.
0: And I think this game deserved its own, um, its own different color cartridge because I think this is probably one of the best fighting games of all time. Right? Okay. Because I because i'm a sucker for um, you know for anything that's not mortal combat now yeah this disclaimer to people listening expecting mortal combat as you can tell from the title it's not in the it's not in this we're not gonna be doing oh. Mortal combat really partly, be- partly because mortal combat was a genesis thing right and i'm not trying to trying to you know discredit the genesis or anything like that right back back when i, I was a, a youngster back when i was a young man back in the uh, in the day before i went grey. um Mortal Kombat was strictly Genesis and Arcade. And fighting games didn't really translate that well on the Genesis because you only had three buttons.
1: Yeah. um, And, well, you know, I'm really conflicted about that because I like like certain elements about the Genesis version, but I also like certain elements about the SNES version. Yeah. Like, there was no blood in the SNES version.
0: Exactly, uh, because Nintendo kind of... You know.
1: They wanted they 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 were trying to keep a kind of clean cut kind of like family image, if and, you will. So
0: yeah, and that's probably why I never like I never took to Mortal Kombat like a lot of other people did. Yeah, I mean it's a matter of you
1: preference. Know? Like there, it's a totally different. It plays differently than like Street Fighter or Killer Instinct or yeah, uh, heck even one uh, Tekken. Tekken two, I think, or three was already out by then. Yeah. So I mean, you already had some good examples of different types of fighting games.
0: But the reason we're not going to go in depth into Mortal Kombat is, is okay. We'll do a little. We'll do a little bit. I haven't done much research, but I do know a couple of things about it. One of the things that I do remember about it was that um, it wasn't sprite animated. It was uh, motion capture.
1: Yeah, and um, and, th- and that was actually. Um, Something that they wanted to do because they knew that they had to stand out from yeah. some of the other competitors, and uh, I really had to give them props for that because Street Fighter was like really cartoony yeah. and kind of embellished, whereas Mortal Kombat was like really lifelike.
0: And I think that's one of the reasons why I didn't take to it. It didn't, it, but
1: it 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 hasn't aged well.
0: No, it, it and
1: that's that's the thing, you know. Like if you look at Street Fighter, it still looks it's classic. It looks good, but. Mortal Kombat is just like it's like ooh 90s motion capture. Yeah, ah, and, and,
0: <laughs> you know? and you know, and that that right there is it was state of the art back then.
1: Well, it was it was different. Yes, it was it was it was no one had ever seen anything like it before. So it's like I I, I didn't even almost know what to make of it because I, I was I was in the younger side. I was probably ten or eleven when it came out. So when I go to the arcade and there'd just be like hordes and hordes and hordes of, like, these bigger kids crowded around the game covering up the screen because they're so tall. Yeah. Like, I could barely get in there. So just the mystique of it alone had me, you know what I mean?
0: And I think I think that's another reason why I didn't take to it, too. Okay. It was made specifically for arcades.
1: Yeah. It was seen that way, yeah.
0: Whereas all the other games ha- were made... F- Kind of like how, okay, kind of like how Bethesda makes games now strictly for console, and then they kind of make a PC version of it to, you know, smooth things over the PC crowd and everything like that. It's the same game. But I think they made Mortal Kombat specifically for arcades without the intention of porting it over, whereas the three we're going to talk about today, they made them for the arcades with the intention of porting them over so there wasn't too much difference between them. I mean, that's just a theory. That, I could be completely wrong. If I am wrong, let me know in the, in the comments. No, the no, I, I,
1: th- I think I think that's an extremely solid uh, take on that because you know there's there was a constant struggle for companies trying to bridge the gap between consoles and arcades, depending yeah. on what was selling at that time. Yep. And Mortal Kombat desperately wanted to have both of that. They wanted arcades are still very popular, so they focused on arcade first, and then this, the Bit Wars happened, and consoles started popping up left and right. So they decided. To do both. Brent, yeah, exactly. We can do both. We can put we'll put our feet both of our feet in this. Why don't why not do that? So yeah, I mean it makes sense.
0: Well Midway made the arcade version of Killer Instinct. Now that I Okay didn't. and
1: they, Okay, yeah, they, I mean they are very, very very reputable company for the most part. I mean um good good games. They're they're like the anti LJ and they put out <laughs> they put out good games, like consistently. You know, not every company's gonna hit it at the park, but I've never been playing a Midway game and been like, oh, this is crap. Like, it, I don't I don't ever remember doing that.
0: The only Midway game I struggled with was NBA Jam. Yeah, and that that's, was... And that, as we mentioned last time, was because of the difficulty scale of it.
1: Yeah, that's uh, There's some crazy AI in that game. Oh, yeah. Big time. I had the remastered version, and on the... Like ultra hard mode, it is nuts. <laughs> it is, it's impossible. I,
0: like, I, pl- I played the ultra hard mode once. It was called easy. Uh, <laughs> 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 so for all uh, for all you stats nerds out there, this basically was a fighting combat game developed by Rare. It was published by Midway in the arcade system, but Nintendo got a hold of it and ported it to the SNES. Uh, it is right. about a about ten months in between the time it was released in the arcade. And it came to home console systems. And that was from October 94 to August 95. And if you like Greatens, it was a 76, which I disagree with, but we'll get to why I disagree with it here in a little while. All right. Okay. So this was different than a lot of other fighting games at the time and because it, it had a plot. Like, okay. I mean, like, yeah.
1: Most, I mean, some of them did, but it wasn't very like pontificated or explained no. at all. Like you just kind of pick it up.
0: Now the plot was basic, but it was a plot nonetheless, and th- and I think that's why I gravitated towards this because I was at the age where I was looking for more stories and stuff. Because I was like twelve when this came out.
1: Some more, you know? a little more substance, perhaps. Yeah,
0: I mean, look, just it's, to get the,
1: kind of like the movie kind of experience too.
0: Yes, exactly. Because this was around about the time the games started having a lot of stories, and you know, it was just.
1: It, it's a it's, movie that you can control in a way.
0: Exactly. Exactly. That was
1: always my appeal. The video games was because it's like. Yeah, it's that totally.
0: Now it's not a deep plot; it's standard fare. Like you've got an evil corporation organizing a fighting tournament featuring humans, experimental creatures, robots, and aliens. Ultratech discovers that it's called Ultratech. Ultratech discovers a technology to make bridges between interdimensions, and unfortunately, a combat a combatant, excuse me, is released from his dimensional dimensional prison in Limbo as the final boss of the game, and that's it. The winner gets like a purse or release from prison back to their home planet or their boxing record restored
1: <laughs> so it's it's unique to that particular person's storyline yes. background yes that's pretty that's pretty cool I've, I've, i don't think i've it even i don't think i even knew that wow
0: yeah and i mean street fighter had elements of that but like you know it wasn't as in-depth as what well, color it, was, it was, very, was at the time
1: i'm shaking my head vigorously because they did have that sort of thing but or I'm nodding, I should say not shaking my head. Uh, cuz they did have stuff like that but it was very truncated. Yeah. It, it would be cut into like one quick cutscene. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Exactly. So, and yeah. you know, th- th- unfortunately that was a te- that was a little bit of the technology limitations the back then cuz you don't do like a cut scene or a little text thing in there. And we'll get to yeah, sure. uh, we'll get to Tekken 2 here in a little while and we, and that kind of yeah. explores even further on that, right? But I mean, you know, the one thing that I loved about this game that I didn't like about a lot of, that that wasn't in a lot of others, right, is that the battles weren't were, were, were taking place on rooftops or places with high platforms, right? Right. And that sounds a little weird, but I think this was done because the final killing blow, you could like knock people off the building. And there was this really, really cool effect, you know, as the uh, the dude is screaming, you know, death, death, as the guy falls from the building straight onto the camera and through the ground. Well, wow, okay. And I thought I thought that was really, really good. Um, it did have fatalities. I, you know, that that was a great thing that Mortal Kombat brought into the world was, you know, the killing blow, the fatality.
1: Absolutely, the, the finishing move, totally.
0: But this one went, went a step further, which Mortal Kombat kind of copied. I mean, okay, we've got Mortal Kombat... 10, I think, right now?
1: Yeah, I think it just came out recently.
0: I think Mortal Kombat 11 came up, but we've got 10. And they have something called friendship, right? Which is at the end of the thing, you become friends with the person you're supposed to kill as opposed to, you know, murdering them and... Yeah, them. you, like, give them a
1: gift or you, yeah. like, hug them or something.
0: That, yeah. that I think, was, was started by Killer Instinct because they had something called humiliation. Right? And, humiliation? Yes, and what you do with the humiliation, you hit the little button combo and your opponent would start dancing. And when I say start dancing we're talking drunk uncle at a wedding dance. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, just okay. like shaking his hips and uh, you know. This is the dagger of
1: humiliation. Yeah. It technically doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and I think this uh, I think this was the first game that did combos. Okay. I can't remember any other game even Mortal Kombat having a, having like a combo system.
1: Um the first one that I remember Outside of this one was Tekken three. Yeah. So you might be might be right in that because that was like late nineties when Tekken three came. I was like 96, 97, yep. something
0: like that. And like this combo system, every single character had a different combo system,
1: right? See, they- that's that's that's, that's cool, cool too. I like that.
0: And you could have any number. A, a combo was a was a, a repetitive number of hits from three to eighty. I think eighty-one yeah, uh, was the world record. Yeah, I think I I,
1: I uh, had a good friend that used to play this game all the time. And he used to tell me about all these combos and how you could do. He did like a sixty-three hit combo. I was like,
0: what? <laughs> th- my record that's was awesome. like forty-nine.
1: That's awesome, dude. That- I don't care remember what number you put out there, but yeah, it was something ridiculous like that. But
0: what happens with a combo is you have to stop a combo, and that's where the whole combo breaker thing came from. Combo breaker. Yeah, that was this game.
1: Ah, uh, okay, gotcha. Yeah.
0: Because, like, you know, they had to, they, if they are in a combo system, they have to add a way to kind of stop it. Otherwise, people will be throwing things through the cabinet, right? Or throwing their controllers at the TV. Not through the TV, at the TV, because you couldn't get it through that thick ass glass. You it's know. like a, a check, if you will. <laughs> yeah. I just, so, but, yeah. Sorry.
1: <laughs> oh, no, that's all good. It's every good game has to have, they can't have something that's over too, like, too overpowered or underpowered, yeah. etc.,
0: you got you got to you got to have it. You know, what's the word? Balanced. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that. But um, one thing that it did that it did have that I didn't like. Okay, like most fighting games, that every character had two health bars, right? Right. And the object of the game, the object of the fight, was clear health bar. You know, simple standard stuff. But unlike the other games, at the end of round one, whatever health you had in your health bar is what you carry through to round two. So, like, you didn't have a brand new full health bar at the end, uh, at the beginning of round two. If you squeaked through round one with like one hit left, that's what you started round two with.
1: That is brutal. Yeah, that is absolutely brutal.
0: Now, the good thing about that is, is that you couldn't do a humiliation unless you um, had both health bars at least partially intact before the before the end of the thing. So that okay. was, that, was a, that, that kind of lifted the challenge up to it
1: so there was like a minimum that you had okay like you had to have so much energy to be able to do that that's cool yeah yeah. i'm not i'm i played this game i'm not super familiar with it but you're hitting it on the head with all the stuff that it's known for definitely definitely known for the comboing definitely
0: definitely um one of the things right here is you know it had 10 unique characters okay Right, and which was a lot for a game back then totally like like and blew it apart with like the 80 characters, I think they had eventually at one point. But like there was 10, which was more than Street Fighter, which was the standard at the time. And I think Mortal Kombat only had like 8 as well. Yeah, uh, include you know, the original lineup was I think it was only
1: 6 or 8, was something.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you had Orchid, who was kind of the, um, the, the, uh, what's the best way to describe this without coming across as <laughs> as an IS? Um, Orch- Orchid was the skirt of the game, uh. uh- The eye candy. She was, yeah. She was. She was there basically to get get the fans, teenagers involved. Yeah, we used to call that fan
1: service. Like when um when we were playing Tekken and um and one of the hot um Asian girls would do a really high kick and you'd see part of her yeah you know leg, the upper part of her thigh and part of her buttocks would be like fan service, fan service.
0: (laughs) Yep. That that that's a. I mean, considering her humiliation was to flash somebody.
1: I guess so. I mean, when I was we, <laughs> when I was sixteen, there was nothing better. So <laughs> nothing
0: better. Well, hey, I'm thirty six. There's still nothing better. But uh. <laughs> it's the little things, man.
1: You gotta take what you can get. It's the little things.
0: Yeah. But um, her her ending is basically she's invest. She's a secret agent investigating the disappearances surrounding the previous year because this is apparently the second tournament that they had. You know, um, there's Chief Thunder. Who is a Native American chieftain who's looking for information regarding his brother's disappearance? Um, that sounds like a movie I'd watch. It, I'd watch it too, but unfortunately, it's it's a very very outdated stereotype. You know, he's he's very he's very very stereotypical Native American. You know, mannerisms and oh, okay,
1: yeah. It's, yeah so it's, all it's, the all the 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 peace pipe the. the the tv it's all there okay yeah
0: the tomahawks you know it's just it's it's designed for you uh, yeah it's it's designed for you to look at and think native american but it's
1: it was done at a different time in a different time period yeah a different world view yeah absolutely so yeah I, i guess i understand that
0: yeah it's 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 not it's not correct now but we didn't know it wasn't correct back then that's, that's, yeah. I think that's the best way to describe it. Yeah, times
1: that times they are changing, for sure.
0: Time, times they are changing. Um, next character was my character. He's my go-to character because he could do the combos the best.
1: Okay, like, yeah, like, I remember this guy. I remember this guy. Cinder. Yeah, he's
0: yeah. A, he's a prisoner of flame, and his story is if he wins, they, they find a cure.
1: They cool him down. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: they just dump a water, and he's like, ah, oh, thank you.
0: <laughs> well, this is the thing. He only appears in this game. And the remake that they did a couple of years ago for the uh, Xbox and and PlayStation Four. He probably burned away. Burned away because his, <laughs> his right his rival was Glacius, who was an alien made out of ice.
1: Okay, that well, that there, there you go. There's that balance. There's that yin and yang again. Every good game's got and, and, it. I'm telling
0: you. And 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 his his story was he's he's free to go to his home planet if he wins. So basically, he's poochy. You know okay. it's like he died on his way to his home planet. Uh, we had Fulgo, which was the uh, Ryu of the of the game because every game had a Ryu. Uh yeah, he, was yeah. a pro- he was a prototype cyborg, uh entering the tournament for you know for uh last minute testing before they make a bunch of soldiers out of him. Which if you were gonna fight a cyborg, you're gonna get hurt because you punch something metal, they're not gonna feel it.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, I, I, unless you have, like, plasma fists or something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or,
1: you know, something I, that we haven't thought of yet. But, yeah, that, that sounds that sounds like it's going to be disastrous.
0: That's LJN's new game idea.
1: Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Quick, copyright it. Throw a movie on yeah, it.
0: There you, go. there you go. You have a Ye- go, Jago, Jago or Ye- I can never pronounce it. Uh, he's a Tibetan monk who was abandoned as a baby and is the twin brother of Orchid.
1: I bet it's Ha-Ha. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. yeah,
0: apparently he's like some tiger spirit monk thing. I don't know. It's
1: okay. That sounds. But cool. uh,
0: his fighting style is what they base go on. So like all games, not only did they have a Ryu, they had a Ken. Uh... <laughs> of course,
1: yeah. You have to have the same dude, but with blonde hair and a different gi. I mean, um, yeah, totally.
0: The rest. Uh, there's TJ Combo, who's a five time boxing champion with uh, si- with. Uh, Cybernetic implants in his arms, based on Mike Tyson.
1: Oh, okay, because
0: because all boxing characters in the nineties were based off Mike Tyson.
1: Well, yeah, he was the quintessential um, boxer at that time, for sure, for sure.
0: Then, then he had uh, Ripto the dinosaur, Saberwolf the werewolf, Spinal the skeleton, and Idol the demon. I mean, on the face of it, these look like a ragtag crew of people that uh, of fighters that sound cheap, cheesy, and cartoony, right? And they are, but at the same time, they all had their their strengths. They all had their weaknesses, you know. Yeah, yeah. And they and they were all good fighters, except Idol, who sucked.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, his name. Come on,
0: right? But I think that was the way with all fighting games. If like you unlock the the boss to fight as yourself, they you they weren't as good. You couldn't control them the way the AI can control them. Well, yeah,
1: because that's uh, computer computer assisted, man. That's, you know, it's just yeah. I mean literally it's all logarithms how much do you want this to suck, okay? Turn up all the way and not <laughs> not very much. Turn down a whole but, lot, you know.
0: <laughs> I mean I think personally, you know, if, if your char- if you're in a fighting game and your character can't jump, he's a bad character. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well I mean and there's characters that have um like in Tekken there's a character whose strengths are on the floor. Yeah. Like he's a jujitsu, I believe it is, the discipline where they do a lot of throws and Like, leg locks and stuff like that. So, I mean, I guess it just that sort of thing in a good game will force you to explore options like that. So, who knows? There could be a whole different, like, array of uh, techniques or, you know, approaches that weren't even being utilized. Who knows, you
0: know? There's definitely a lot of stuff in these games that most people didn't know how to use, even now.
1: Yeah, I could see that, yeah.
0: Because even though they were small games, once everybody got their kind of their default fighting style, even if they attempt, even if they did with other characters, they didn't really um, experiment too much because they always went back to what they knew worked.
1: Yeah, I mean, your bread and butter, totally, yeah. totally
0: so like you know like most games it has a very very easy difficulty system from level one to level seven and any of these storyline elements that we've mentioned so far they don't become available before level two now i wrote down level three it's actually level two okay uh so you know any, anything that that we've mentioned right here you've got to play difficulty at level two which to be fair is not that difficult
1: right
0: you know if i mean if, if level four is average level two is kind of easy level That's one a- is
1: bigger. yeah <laughs> I was about to say with that with that kind of difficulty uh rating, I mean, that's a gradient. That's a pretty big gradient. Yeah. So I mean you're talking you know, it's a very nuanced because most games it's like easy, normal, hard. Yeah. I mean, but then but then again, um you see games like Skyrim where they've got, you know, you know, adept
0: Leg- Legendary. legendary that
1: goes five or six, you know, and then they just start adding new categories at the end. So that's 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 kinda cool. They kinda I think they kinda pioneered that in a way.
0: Well, when Skyrim is re-released for the PS5 and the Xbox One X new system that's coming out, yeah, um, they're probably going to add legendary and super legendary,
1: ultimate, which, ultimate uh, legendary,
0: ultimate legendary, double right? ultimate where legendary, where everybody does five times more damage and you do ten times less damage. Yeah, like
1: you're, or it's like hundred to one.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure I'd be able to find a way around it once I get to level seventy after smithing all those uh, daggers and doing all those enchantments. Yeah, and stuff. I would just
1: do business all the way up to like level forty, basically.
0: Uh, ironically, I know we're slightly going into, into modern gaming right now, but uh, ironically, my latest Skyrim character, I'm at level forty-seven. Nice, and I'm just starting to get um to, to break out into the world. Oh, okay, so, cool. Um, I think the thing about this game though that made it unique amongst others, right? Was the fact that uh, it had a soundtrack, and I know all you know. I mentioned Gal's theme and Ken's theme and blah 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 blah. But I'm talking about this had a legitimate soundtrack that was released on CD. That uh, if you bought like a certain edition of Killer Instinct, it came with it, and like you know, not not a cassette, a CD, which was high tech in '94.
1: Yeah, you don't. It, yeah, you don't see that. It's Usually, with movies, you'd only see that sort of thing. But to get it one in yep. the game, yeah, that's that's pretty rare.
0: And unlike a lot of the uh the games that came before it, they actually wrote, they actually designed the level first, then recorded the music. Okay. Because a lot of these th- a lot of these they just recorded a soundtrack, I got I gen- grabbed generic stock stock tracks. Yeah. They actually, you know, they made the themes to reflect the artwork, which was good. You know, I think that added a lot of you know a lot of gravitas to it. But I mean, you know, we we we've spoken about what you know, what we've what we've done with this. I I think this is better than what the critics gave it. Okay. And, you know, it's not look, it's not whenever people talk about fighting games, they talk about Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, Tekken. Right? Those are the those are the holy trinity. I personally think that this should be there.
1: Oh right alongside them.
0: Definitely. It's not as acclaimed as everything else, but it brought a lot of features that every other every other game either copied or borrowed. You know, and I mean, every sequel that came after this was better than the sequel than the, the one before it. OK, you know, not and and it helped you because 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 of the fact that it had so many different, um, you know, so many different types of character. You had an alien, you had flame man, you had Native American stereotype, you had Asian fighter stereotype, right? That kind of brought you into a world that you didn't have to spend your disbelief about because, you know. Like, Tick Street Fighter, for example, right? And we'll talk about Street Fighter before we talk about uh, the next thing. We'll jump a little bit ahead. Um, okay. Street Fighter right here, right? One of the main characters of Street Fighter, you've got karate experts, marine, sumo, a green monster, a boxer.
1: One of them's a... And Chun Li's like a special forces yeah. officer so, or something like that. So
0: everyone's special force specialist fighting skill green monster, and that kind of took me out of out of it a little bit, you know. Yeah, where, Blanca. Yeah, yeah. Whereas Killer Instinct had so many had enough of variety amongst his characters, where you could believe a skeleton was fighting a boxer, but if you have eight humans and one monster, it kind of pulls you out just a little bit.
1: Even if the one guy is. Punching and extending his arms and uh, shooting fire out of yeah. his mouth. Still, the the human element of it. Yeah, yeah absolutely.
0: But um, Street Fighter was um, another another game that was arcade first, console second. And uh, again, this this they kind of like it took a year to port it over. Um, it was made by Capcom. Uh, there was a rumor going around that if you put in the Konami code, because it was also done by Konami as well. If you if you put in the Konami code, you could get like unlock all the characters, which was a lie. Uh, oh. <laughs> somebody delved into the code and found out it was a lie. But um, they kind of saved that for Street Fighter Two Turbo. Okay, where you could play all the where you could play all the characters, including the bosses, which is why um, you know I said that about you know the bosses are not made for human for um, human AI. They they're, they're for AI AI. You know. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But um, basically, put this: this is eight fighters competing in the World Warrior Tournament. With the last one standing has to compete the leaders of the underground organization to win it. Again, you know it's it's a very very basic plot it kind of holds it all together but I think this was designed more for two players
1: yeah, absolutely yeah um I think the best fighting games have to stand like they have to have a good uh, two player system because uh, I mean there's there's uh, it's like dangerous streets like there's some other ones that are really bad like that that you would see that you would see the computer do their thing. And you'd be like, okay, cool, and then you try to pull off the moves, and you couldn't because they're like impossible to do. So having an authentic experience with both players makes the best fighting game for sure,
0: definitely. And I think you know this this game right here is uh, that people have said that this game is the um, arcade killer, right? Uh, This was the one that kind of you know. Struck the even though the arcades took a long while to finally collapse. This was the one that struck the fatal blow, and they never recovered from this,
1: right? Yeah, because it's a really smooth, smooth console game. It's very, very good.
0: And not only is it very, very good, I put these backwards. Not only is it very, very good, it's very, very. The replay value is phenomenal. Which yeah, there's a lot for a fighting game.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's a very in-depth game. I've I put a lot of hours into this one, learning combos and trying to beat other people and stuff like that. So
0: This so, is one of the few games that I... This is one of the few games actually video recorded back in the day.
1: Okay, right on, right on.
0: There is a, there's a videotape at my mother's house somewhere of me playing... Uh, me as a nine-year-old playing, tech, playing uh, Street Fighter 2. And I got to... I was playing like on level seven. I got to Vega and I couldn't do it anymore. Uh, cause yeah, it was, Vega's... Ugh. biggest tough um but you know unlike unlike killer instinct you had your life meters that refresh after every battle which i thought was really really great um and every bout on this had a time limit now correct me if i'm wrong but sh- there's no way you can do these these battles for 99 seconds like a single a single fight there's absolutely no way it would take 99 seconds to to end it
1: yeah we would always um when me and my friends played tekken we'd always turn it to infinite there you go. Always, just you know? because I mean that—that that should not be a factor.
0: No, and but even at the you same time, even at the same time, the everyone's punches and kicks were so powerful that even blocking someone, if you did nothing but uh, light punches, it would take maybe forty-five seconds at most. Yeah. Well, they so, added guard
1: it- damage later on too. Um, they have a way you could toggle it off and on. Yeah. And we used to play with it on for the added challenge. Yeah. And uh, I can tell how many matches I should have won that I would have won if guard damage <laughs> had not been
0: on. So. Yeah, yeah that's, man. That, that's, that's the thing about this one, too. It was, you know... Um, I always fell for pressing the wrong button at the wrong time. Cause yeah. Because the, they had, right... In, in the SNES version, uh, you had uh, the R button up top, and then you had the four buttons on the pad. And basically, you had three kicks and three punches. And you had three different levels of punches and kicks. You had soft punch, medium punch, and hard punch, and then soft kick, medium kick, hard kick, right? And you won't forget, you won't remember how many times somebody would mess with your control setup, and you thinking you throw in a nice hard punch, and it's like, you know, a little, little jab.
1: A little dinky, yeah. Because I yeah. used to switch them around. I used to put the powerful punch at the front, and then, because the, to the, top, the top buttons are kind of, to top me, I couldn't, too. yeah, I couldn't quite land them with the same finesse as I could the thumb buttons.
0: Yep. So, yeah, yeah, that, that's the same here and I, and I always made sure that I said,, uh, did you do this because I made sure that all my fighting games had the same button set up?
1: Um, no, because um I play Tekken with my fingers, actually. Okay, so I have it set up that the top buttons don't do anything. okay, like top and button is the tag, but I like the buttons free, but on Mortal Kombat, no, I mean, for me it's to answer your question, no, it's for me, it's pretty much
0: different every game. Okay. The, the no, I I, ch- I kept all of my things exactly the same for each uh, SNES fighting game. Okay, well that makes sense. That, 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 makes that, sense. That, yeah, I'm forget I'm I can't word today, man.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no worries, I'm all over the place too. I'm talking about different consoles and stuff. So
0: there you go, we're all good, man. Um, this this did something that a lot of fighting games didn't do at that point, but the original Street Fighter did. It was like um, all the special moves were physics-defying every special move was physics defined
1: like conjuring fire or like turning upside down and rotating Shoot like a kick. helicopter
0: yep yeah. um sumo wrestler doing a and dive across the room and landing yeah. on his feet exactly like m M-Bison, yeah. bison's electricity uh <laughs> exactly you know, yeah yeah
1: blanco um, being perpetually electrified yeah
0: yeah the, sure. the monster man the monster he's he's, he's terrifying as they can. i think the only one that had human moves was zangief the the russian wrestler
1: yeah and even he <laughs> had some he had that thing where he would spin like A spinning pile driver yeah he would spin and but he would like go on blue flames too or like plasma or something <laughs> that was that was tripping me out when he throw that up.
0: The, the one thing I love about this game is the, the mini-games in between all the battles. Like, you do two battles, and then you have to do a mini-game. And then two battles, then do a mini-game. Oh, like, so destroy have, like, the car. Or... Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah, that was th- fun. Th-
0: they should have just made a whole game of mini-games. Yeah, just destroy you the... Know?
1: That should be just a... Uh, well, I mean... They, yeah, an option. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say an unlockable, like, um, mode or game. whatever. Because they had Tekken Bowl in uh, Tekken Tag. And I couldn't tell how many hours I've spent playing Tekken Bowl.
0: <laughs> and on te- and in Tekken three they had the Street the, the Streets of Rage mode. Yes, they it. did. And
1: they brought that back for Tekken five. I think so. It's been kind of like a I mainstay in a in a way. I, I didn't really like it as much as the as the regular game, personally.
0: No. But it I mean, it was it was good that they offered a variety of it. Yeah, no,
1: absolutely. But yeah, yeah to me there's just something special about the game, all of them, you yeah. know.
0: Now, for everybody wondering the difference between Street Fighter 2 and Street Fighter 2 Turbo, there's literally two differences. The speed. <laughs> the, yeah, you could you could ramp the speed up like really fast or really slow. And you could play as any character. For, so any of the eight from the original game plus the four bosses. And everybody had like a pallet swap. So you could like have blue Ken versus red Ken. You know, and playing as, playing again, playing as Bison and playing as Vega was terrifyingly difficult.
1: Yeah, yeah, they've got a a lot of specialized moves and stuff. It's one of those things where you see the computer do it, and you are like, "Whoa!" And then you go look, at and you are like, "What?" <laughs> like to pull it off, you know?
0: Right now, this is the thing, right? This is one of the um, the things that I didn't know about, right? The the three of the four bosses, right? The first, one of the bosses was established in the original Street Fighter game, that was uh, Sagat, right? Yeah. He was the he was the original boss of Street Fighter 1. So Street Fighter 2, he's now the underboss, right? Right. The three the three bosses they brought in were Bison, Vega and Balrog, right? Right. Now, I didn't know this. Balrog is the American boxer who looks like Mike Tyson. Yeah, he's
1: very very much uh based off Tyson. No, the He was
0: that. He was supposed to be he in Japan he is M Bison.
1: Oh, Balrog is?
0: Yeah. He was M Bison m bison m tyson sounds uh, oh. nintendo thought they were going to get sued in america so they changed it around and the last boss became bison he was originally called vega and vega was originally called balrog God,
1: that is that is that is <laughs> <at> identity <laughs> right? crisis central right there that's crazy
0: like when i read that i was like the only one that, that makes sense is is the balrog being m bison because it's a playoff m tyson yeah yeah okay. again another 90s boxer with based on mike tyson uh, he was the quintessential but,
1: 90s boxer for sure man once again yep
0: that and the fact that he was in vegas as well yeah his special stage was vegas
1: i always liked his look like the mask and the the um i hated the the glove thing though, that i saw yeah i should piss yeah, me off
0: vega man i uh, yeah vega was the, vega was the only one i had trouble with at, at any level he's so slippery yeah, yeah, I, because he could climb, the, climb the fence like spider monkey.
1: You know what I would do? I would, um, I would just get guile and just razor kick him every time he did that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> every single time. Yeah, every single time because it was easy. But that, that was the thing. Street Fighter Two too. But you could do, um, Vegas climb up the wall and dive on people yeah but because there was no wall he would like spider-man off the screen and then you know fl- it's you know look like something in like a spider-man movie come sliding down and hit you with a claw yeah and it was he was you know, too fast
1: yeah. and too powerful i think he might have been a little overpowered
0: now one of the things right and i, sp- I sp- my son is is getting very very uh into a lot of video games you know and he, he gets very very into the weeds right he likes to look up you know stats and um Beta information and you know, all, all, all the nerdy stuff, right? He's 13, sure. right? which is weird. You know, he, he should be doing other stuff at 13, but <laughs> so he's looking at this, he's looking at this stuff, right? And I asked him, and he couldn't confirm this one, right? Ryu and Ken are basically the two, you know, Ryu was the main star, and they made Ken because if your friend went Ryu, you could still play as Ryu, but it's just called Ken, right? I had a theory, okay. The, uh, Ryu and Ken are more than just a pallet swap. Okay. We talked about Streets of Rage last season and we talked about how it had like a three range, three ring circus, right? You had speed, strength, right. and agility. Or,
1: yeah. Right. Whatever. And,
0: yeah. yeah. And it was either, you had two A's and a, you had two A's and a B, right? I think Ken is exactly the same, right? Ryu and Ken both have jump, uh, strength and, uh, speed stats, Right. I think I think Ryu is quicker, but Kane is more powerful. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh,
1: Ryu's much quicker. Um, yeah, Ken's more powerful, and uh, just seems sluggish. Ryu jumps higher, and but he has less stamina. But Ken jumps lower, but he has more stamina. It's, it's something yeah. like that. There's a perfect yin and yang there.
0: Yeah, it has it has to be man. It has to be because that's the that's the only way why I always seem like I do better with Kane than Ryu because it takes less. Less or it seems like it takes less hits.
1: And they all have the same moves list, so, I mean, you could empirically test that if you wanted to.
0: I might have to do it, that.
1: It'd be possible. I mean, I'll, I'll help you out with that. No problem. <laughs> Anytime.
0: I'll, I'll, hook up the, uh, I'll hook up the SNES here in a little while. Try and do it over Zoom. Then you've got, like, Honda in Japan, uh, sumo wrestler. you got Guile, who's been memed. And as I spoke with Sarah last week, you know, if you memed, you've made it.
1: Yeah, he's the Van Dam based he's based he was modeled. I've yeah. I've confirmed that one hundred percent he was modeled after Van Dam, who was the quintessential and, kind of movie star karate guy at that time too.
0: And ironically, Van Dam played Guile in the movie.
1: Yeah, well, um they had, they had Circle Against the Square once again, right?
0: Yep. <laughs> right. And then he had, you know, he had, he had Soviet Union Zengif. Uh you I've never heard of a yoga warrior before. Uh, I think they just
1: they, little poetic license.
0: Yeah, it had to have been, yeah. and then you had you had the four bosses, um, and then Chun Li, the only female character in the game, who was uh, what? What did you say the phrase was? Uh, uh
1: fan for fan service.
0: Fan service, yes, yeah. that's that's what <laughs> she was there for. Um, like Killer Instinct, you couldn't really get storyline elements until you beat the game on a certain level. Um, I love this game. I think it's fantastic. It made over two billion dollars in the arcades. Wow. Eight billion quarters got shoveled into machines for this game.
1: It's well worthy of it, definitely. It,
0: and like I said, because of how popular this was at the arcades, and then the popularity of the home system, this was the this was the killing blow for for the arcade. This was the tipping point. Yeah, people call people say that this game is what killed it. Right now, we mentioned a minute ago we can't go we can't talk about Street Fighter without t- not talking about the Street Fighter movie. Right. Which I, I want to cover in depth one day I just I, I have to because I was one of like the 10 people in the world who thought it was a good movie <laughs> right um, there were a lot of people who didn't think it was a good movie. I thought it was a fantastic movie okay right um, It starred Raul Julia, Kylie Minogue, and Van Dam. The storyline was weak the action was weaker but it was it was one of those it was so bad it's good right yeah it
1: was it was just it was good to see them try to do something. And so. it
0: was it was Raul Julia's last uh, film before, before he passed of uh, uh, of cancer. I can't, uh, yeah, I, it, was, it was a sad time. No, I don't think anybody knew outside in the production that he had cancer, except for like the director and a couple of the the, the, the actors. He did a good he, bison, real good. Oh yeah, his performance was so good that when the song the Hedgehog um, trailers came out. Yeah. Because the trailers for that movie looked awful. Everybody was saying Jim Carrey is going to have a Raul Julia performance and make this movie fantastic. And he did. <laughs> Apparently the Sonic movie... Jim Carrey made the Sonic movie. Raul Julia made Street Fighter the movie.
1: Okay, right on. I got to see that. I've, I've heard, I like, mixed reviews about it, so I'll have to see it for uh, myself and figure it out.
0: My 13-year-old Sonic fan thinks it's a great movie, so... Okay. There well, you go. Yeah. So, so he's the target audience. Um, I think the, the last game that we're going to talk about today, we've mentioned it a couple of times, Tekken 2. Yeah. Now, to, to, to answer somebody's to answer somebody's question who sent me a message a couple of months ago, why do I always do blank game 2? Why don't you do blank game 1? Sometimes blank game 1 wasn't made in the 90s, so I can't do it. Sure. B- but blank game 2 ironed the kinks out. So yeah. whatever. So the first the first game was never really as good as the second game. Tekken One wasn't that good.
1: Yeah, I've I've no. played Tekken One. It was it, they were onto something, and it, it, I mean it was playable yep. for the time, and it was good for the time. But yeah, they they had they they made some serious progression in this game.
0: And as soon as they made the progression, bang! All run by the game.
1: Yeah, they basically set the bar. Like um, uh, Street Fighter has borrowed elements. Um, and other fighting franchises have yep. all borrowed like artistic and like coding moves, like all kinds of yeah. been a lot of copycatters.
0: I mean, this was this was on a 2.5D plane, right? Right. Which was unusual for the time. Now it's you know it's 360 whatever.
1: Sure, but Yeah. This
0: you know with different camera angles, you could dodge people, and then it would tweak the camera so that you back looking at each other and sure. come closer. You know. And I think that really took advantage of the PlayStation's better hardware at the time. Yeah, and I mean, you know, uh, CDs back in the day, right? They could hold seven hundred and ninety megabytes of information. I think it was. Yeah, right? something it like was that. The final score. Whereas a sixteen-bit cartridge could only hold like four megabytes, so they could stuff a lot more information into a CD, which is was Sony's strength: compressed like, video and audio and. Yep.
1: and- more graphics, more everything. Yeah, absolutely.
0: I mean, Killer Instinct, the main hook was the combo system. Yeah. Street Fighter, the main hook was the special moves. This took both and made them tools rather than the hooks, if that makes sense. Yeah, and
1: they added a, a defensive... Um, how do you say it? Like,
0: Mechanic. Yeah,
1: basically. basically, um, And it, they've it continued to develop that, like adding the parry... Like there's sidestep yes. throws. There's like all these really different ways that you can count, utilize count that. the
0: system. Yeah,
1: basically the another check and balance, which as I said before, every good fighting game's got a bunch of them, and the Tekken is full of uh, counterbalances all over the place.
0: Oh yeah. If the other two games are straight up fight to the death, this is more like boxing, for lack of a better term. Yeah. You know, it's it's more of a defensive play, which leads to more offense. I know that sounds oxymoronic, but people who box on the step. Yeah. Um, you know,
1: your defense and your offense have to co-mingle because you're, you're, you're basically putting, you're putting up an offensive knowing what the defensive would be. So you're basically just working. You're trying not to work against yourself the entire time. Yeah. So, and they're doing, trying to do the same thing. So it kind of makes it more of a, it's less of a, um, uh, paintball game, and it's more of like a chess match.
0: A or Yeah, even that. Yeah, yes. but
1: you, you get the idea. Yeah, it's, it's much more intricate than most fighting games.
0: Um, This had two unique modes for its time in these kind of games, right? They had a team battle mode. Yeah. Right? That's where you picked a roster of up to eight people, and then the computer would pick eight people, and your goal was to kill their eight before you killed your eight. Yeah, that, I always had a lot of fun with that. And then they had time attack mode. Now this one I never completed on any difficulty, even the easiest difficulty. Yeah, it's hard. It's really hard. Um time attack mode for people who don't know is that you you know you have your standard two health bars and that's all you get. And yeah you've got to go through all ten rounds on those two health bars.
1: I think they I do not I don't know, I can't remember if it's in this one, but in the later one they started um um padding your health a little bit. Like they just give you a
0: a, just a a teach a ting- back. Yeah, just
1: a little bit. Just in case you're on the last hit, you could take one more. You know? Yeah. I don't think it was this one. I think it was uh, Tag when I started it.
0: Now, you know, like Street Fighter, the health regenerated between rounds. So that's, you know, that's... Yeah, that's, that's really good. good. But the, 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 th- the good thing or the bad thing, depending on which way you look at it, right? We mentioned Street Fighter had 99-second countdown, and, you know, you were never going to use all 99 seconds. Right. But... Even though Tekken was a more defensive game, even though you had to strategize what you were supposed to do very, very quickly, these were very, very fast-paced fights.
1: Yeah, that, big time, big time. You
0: know, it it you couldn't really do anything because you know it was so fast you couldn't like you you just couldn't do it. You couldn't, you know, you you couldn't do spam a whole bunch of special moves because they'd block you all. And then they'd come back with a counter and then all of a sudden they're hitting you hard and bang, it's over.
1: Yeah, they know that um, every character, like a good Tekken player, they understand their character, but they also understand other characters. So when they start patterns or combinations, um, like when I, I w- when I would play tournaments, I'd always play with Paul Phoenix. But I, I also knew Jin really well because Jin's a fan favorite. Like everyone uses Jin, everyone knows him. So I learned all of Jen's combos, all of his counters, all of his defensive stances, every bit of them. So when he starts that 15 hit combo, I can go high, 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 low, medium, low, high, high, block, you know, and then block everyone. They're like, what? I'm like, yeah, exactly.
0: Um, my, my go-to character was Yoshimitsu.
1: Oh, I love Yoshi. He's not, so funny. Not
0: because... Not like oh, it's only because he has his sword. No, it's not. The sword actually doesn't come into play, play, play at all. It's the fact that he was very, very fast. Creative, too. And he had, yeah, and he had very, very like athletic, high. Because I'm a jumper. I'm a jumper. Right. When I play these games, I'm a jumper. Yeah. You know, I, I don't stand there and wait to be hit. Or, or you know, I, I jump if somebody comes to me. I jump over them and get get them from behind. Right. Right. But right. I'm a coward. Leave me alone. <laughs> uh, but um, you know, I I I thought he like his his uh. He could attack, like, you could be as far apart as each other as possible. And with one move, he could be right up ne- right up in your face without teleportation. Yeah, there's a
1: couple of moves where he would, um, he had some really unique moves. My favorite one is, it's kind of a show-off move. Like a, what do you call it? Like when they're, showboat, it's a showboat. Yeah. Um, there's one where. He sits
0: meditating. That, well,
1: that one, but there's another one that my friend that was really good with them used to do. Like, say he would just like totally wipe the floor with you. Like he took yeah. two hits, and you're by, and you got one hit left. It's this move where he stabs himself and takes damage. Oh yeah, and yeah. then it hits you, and it finishes you. Yeah. So he would finish us off with that man. Like you motherfucker, such a show off.
0: Yeah, I would. I I would always miss. I would always miscue my health in that one and I would end up dying first. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, I think I've done this cool move. It's like, draw. What you, wait, what do you mean, draw? Yeah, both, you know?
1: And that's that's sometimes how it would end, too, when that move. But um, my, my buddy, he he knew exactly when to do it, and it was so irritating. <laughs> so irritating. <laughs> yeah, Yoshimitsu was very creative. I like that about him.
0: Now, this game has the most characters so far, right? 24 playable characters. Yeah, so big roster. S- some are just simple palette swaps. Some are... More or less more or less identical characters yeah like the jacks
1: they're all the same yep um, and, but and you've got some characters or in essence the same but have different sprites and different power ratings for example um, Hayachi and Jin um, yep uh, also kazuya they have the same fighting style same moves however yeah um, there's a few subtle differences like power moves and whatnot but yeah um, um, ne- Nina. She she was only in this game. I don't think she meant... Yeah, she missed tag. What I'm saying. Uh,
0: Nina did. Anna didn't. Yeah,
1: Nina. Uh, but Nina and Michelle were real similar. Uh, and you had that happen later on too. Yeah, but um, they had a they had a pretty unique roster.
0: They, they did right, and the the good thing about it was right. The first ten characters you unlocked someone. You know, pretty much every time. Right. Yeah. So you know. Uh, Kazama un- unlocked her uh, sensei. You had Yoshimitsu with Kunimitsu, which was a, a forested version of it. You know, you had, you had Jack and Jack. You had King and Armour King, blah, 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 blah. There was a character, right, called Roger or Alex, right? Yeah. And to unlock... I didn't even write notes on how to unlock these because it's done such convolutedly. Like, you have to get... Um, they had something called great in this, right? Right. Which is you, you had, you know a flawless victory i think it was called um perfect victory which is basically flawless victory you won with one ha- with on your first health bar right uh per- perfect means you didn't get hit at all but then they had something called great which is literally you had one hit left and you were dead
1: yeah it's like a you edge out yeah, you yeah. edge victory like it was a photo yeah, finish basically to, you yeah.
0: had to complete fight number 3 with any character as great to unlock alex or roger yeah yeah now that's convoluted
1: <laughs> it kind of is but i mean it's doable it's doable i mean you play enough it's gonna happen eventually
0: and then you had Kazuya. you had to beat with uh with any under with any you know what what they call the underboss so like um the person they unlocked you had to beat so say for example you 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 did the game as king you unlock armor. You unlock armor king. To get Kazuya, you had to beat the game as armor king. Armor king.
1: Okay, so whoever you unlock, you have to beat with an unlock character.
0: Yeah. Okay. And then you had, and then you had to beat the game as Kazuya to unlock Angel or Devil.
1: Oh okay. Yeah, that makes sense because that's connected to Kazuya.
0: I'd say okay. I'd say those unlocks were convoluted, but I mean, that I think was the benefit of the PlayStation, because. Yeah you could do convoluted stuff and extra hidden stuff and everything like that and people would go ahead and, and find it you know yeah they had the time they had the time to bury the secrets and the time for us to go find it because it was a it was a far bigger game
1: and it's in the, it's part of the element of replay value as you were saying earlier good fighting games have a uh, extensive replay value and this is I mean, probably the best of them all in that regard in my opinion
0: definitely definitely i mean this series as
1: a whole not just this one game but like oh, the yeah. tekken franchise you yeah. know
0: i think this was also an underrated hit if, if that makes sense tekken 1 was okay yeah and you, you know you did a sequel just to kind of okay this was okay let's iron some of these kinks out if it works great if it doesn't work well we've tried right and i think this one knocked it out of the park so much that the subsequent games, the Tekken Tags, the Tekken 3s, the Tekken whatever we're at now, you know, they they owe it to this game for ironing out so much of what they did and bringing in all these modes together. Yeah, and
1: making it work in a very um, kind of awkward time as far as gaming went, because you're kind of right in between the, the emergence of 3D, because by then we had N64 was doing 3D, And but only really Nintendo kind of had mastered the 3D and with them adding that sidestep and the kind of the 2.5 and but doing it on a CD based console,
0: it bridged it,
1: yeah, exactly. Because they, they for the problem was Sega CD came out and Amiga CD 32, and we were like, oh, dude, CDs are not going to be good, this is going to suck. And then PlayStation came out, we're like, oh, okay, well, I think. Alright, and this is one of the games that restored my faith in that the CD console.
0: I, I think that was because Sony spent a lot of time with Nintendo developing it. I yeah. mean, because this thing, most people don't don't realize is that the PlayStation was originally supposed to be an add-on for the uh, SNES. And they pulled
1: out or something like that? like
0: Ninten- Nintendo pulled out because they wanted to devote time to the 64, and Sony had this proprietary software that all the kinks had already been worked out on.
1: And they had the, all the rights to it at that point. Yeah, yeah might so, as well go into business for yourself.
0: Yeah, just, you know, it's ironic that Sony won the console war that they weren't a part of.
1: Yeah, they were, <laughs> I, I, yeah I would say that they kind of did. Because at the end of the day, they've um, they've got a bunch of the old Sega and Atari rights and yep. lots of other things like that. They're still still extremely powerful in their own regard, definitely.
0: now now i'm one of those guys where a console is a console it doesn't matter you know what it doesn't matter what i hold in my hand as long as the game's good if the game's good yeah playable who cares yeah and and that's one of the reasons why i didn't like fighting games on the genesis because i just didn't think they they worked you know because of yeah like in mortal Kombat,
1: the block was start
0: yeah exactly like what the hell is that yeah yeah but um you know this right here i mean look street fighter was great Mortal Kombat was good, was great. Um, Killer Instinct was great, but how many other fighting games came out? You know that. I mean, we laughed about Shaq for Woolia, right? And which we are going to yeah. talk about. A, we are going to talk about in a couple of weeks. But um, the genre was like stale. Yeah,
1: it was, it was. It was trite. It was over overdone, big time. And, yeah.
0: And the first Taken wasn't what well, again? Didn't set the world on fire.
1: It was. And it it just, was. It was a good effort. It was a good like. Okay, here's what we want to do. But they it it didn't made, really get to figure it figured out until here.
0: Yeah, and it added to the staleness, right? You know, the first it one just did.
1: threw right on top of the pile. Yeah.
0: This this made it fresh. This refreshed the whole genre.
1: I, yeah, you I agree know? with uh, that.
0: And plus, you know, Nintendo couldn't compete with it, so they decided to go in a different direction, and that started the Smash Brothers series.
1: Yeah, once again... Which is still going on today. Yeah, once again, clinging to that family-friendly kind of vibe. You know, even though it's a fighting game, it's kind of a comical, sort of yeah. fun Nintendo way, instead of like, oh, I'm going to decapitate Link, ah, you know. Like.
0: <laughs> right? It, if you're playing with a 13-year-old, it's not fun.
1: Yeah, because they, they... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, anytime I play Tekken Online, I don't have a good time, because it's... Um, it's always someone who's much younger than me and they're doing like juggle combos and like you breaking out swords yes. and guns. And I'm just like, dude, really?
0: So, and I, like I'm sitting there getting, getting my, getting my ass whooped by my kid and realizing just how obnoxious I was when I was 13 to 15 playing all these games. And I was brilliant. And then I realized, Full circle. oh, I'm not brilliant. Yeah. That's just, I'm not, Yeah, I'm not brilliant. I'm just that many years old. Now. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, the story kept the gameplay fresh because every single character had a different story. Even the unlockables had a different story. Yeah. And even though the even though the story was a mute cutscene, you kind of got the gist of what was going on. You found out who had alliances together and who were friends together.
1: It had substance to it, even though, um, and it wasn't nearly as truncated as some of the other stuff that we saw. Once again, console limitations probably had something to do with that, but nonetheless they they had the ability to do more with CD and I think that they utilized that as much as they could
0: definitely so, so it's definitely there I say nine out of ten
1: yeah I gotta agree with that nine nine and a half this is such a it's good game it's just still it still holds up um the characters are still part of the franchise yep you know um, it's still heralded talked about absolutely man nine nine point five I'd, I'd give it a ten if, if I if I could you know
0: there you go. Well, that's it, guys. That's that's it. Three of the greatest fighting games released in the nineties. Right again. No disrespect to Mortal Kombat fans out there. That's my personal preference. I'm not really familiar with Mortal Kombat because I didn't play it as much. And as the years went on, I already had my mass, I already nailed myself to the Tekken and Street Fighter series. Okay, it so. wasn't
1: that good on the SNES, anyways. And if that's it, what you were playing, you didn't yeah. miss anything. Yeah, I'm telling you, it was sweat and just it was blocky. It didn't flow as well as the genesis one at all so
0: now i've played recent mortal combat and it's good but again the ones that we're talking about i haven't played so i can't really you know say anything into it so that's it guys if you've had any other fighting games you like to talk about drop drop it in our social media pages greg man it's fantastic to have you uh come on board you're more than welcome open invitation all that you know all that's good and uh over the next couple of weeks you have several things going on before you you're back with us uh, to do if my memory serves me correct you're going to be here talking about something else but in the meantime
1: (laughs) yeah um yeah we've got we've got a um several more um podcasts uh get-togethers planned so that's definitely gonna happen there you go um yeah musically everything's kind of been weird and up in the air canceled postponed not happening but um luckily the uh the downtown shreveport area uh fairfield studios and a few other people who i'm forgetting um are putting together a drive-in um, concert experience, uh, two nights, six different, um, local regional awarding acts. Um, it's going to be car service. You're going to get, um, uh, a, a view of the, like, like basically they're going to put, uh, you'll be able to see and hear the band from your car with your own personal setup.
0: Nice. It's actually going to be, so it's, cal- it's going to be really cool. It's like
1: going to a drive-in movie where they would hang the speaker on, on your car yeah. so you could hear the movie. But I think they're also providing video as well. So you'll be able to see and hear nice. from your vehicle. And that's on? It's going to be really fun. Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, September 18th and 19th. Um, if you want more info on it, um, go check out theholodex.com or, or find us on Facebook. We've got a link to the um, information and RSVP for that. Um they're charging by the car load, so load up all your um, all your friends who are or people that you have been sheltering in place with, quarantine yeah. with, etc. And get out and uh, there's actually going to be part of the lawn open too. Uh, there's going to be some distance areas where you can bring out a lawn chair. Uh, it's family friendly. Bring everybody. There's going to be food and drinks, merch, everything. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Make sure you guys come out.
0: And if you can't make it physically in person, this is going to be streamed uh, live as well, you said?
1: Yes, it's going to be simulcasted um, on several different pages. I'm not precisely sure where from, but I do, I do. we will um, post a link to that stream whenever it happens, so no worries there. If you're following the decks on Facebook, you'll, you'll see it.
0: There you go. And like I said, Greg will be back very, very shortly in a couple of weeks. We're going to be talking about possibly the second greatest cartoon of the 90s beavers and butthead uh, yeah that's a we, we're uh, gonna have our masks nailed to that one
1: nice uh, yeah oh can't wait <laughs> said
0: nail uh all right so <laughs> Greg, man awesome thank you thank you for coming on man and um we'll see you in a couple of weeks and we'll be back here in a few more minutes because uh i've got a couple of things that that i need to plug for for us and we take it easy i'm always horrible at these endings so see you soon bro <laughs> serious thank you to Greg Gregory for coming on this week and giving us his expertise in some 90s video games. See, fighting games are awesome. They're just a little too small to uh, do uh, on the regular. So, uh, <laughs> but thank you for coming on. Uh, he and the Holodex are going to be forming at the New Normal Drive-In Live-In concert on the 19th of September. Uh, you want to check that out on Facebook, go to facebook.com slash Holodex. They will give you all the information that you need on there, as Greg mentioned earlier. As with what we've got going on, well, we're still... Uh, going forward, and we're getting prepared for uh, Oddworld Abe's Odyssey. That's going to be our 90s game gamer season coming up. That's going to be dropping on Tuesday, October 6th. That's uh, a little over two weeks away, or three weeks away r- right now. And of course, that's not the only video game stuff that we've got going on. We are going to go ahead on November 28th, 2020, we're going to be doing a live stream of FIFA, The Road to World Cup 98, to see if I can take Little Old Wales all the way to the World Cup Final. And of course, that live stream is going to be for the Movember Foundation. Any donations would be fantastic. Um, I'll give more information as time goes on, and yeah, so guys, that's really all I've got to say this week, um, yeah, so, uh, it's very, very quiet on the, uh, on the Western front up here, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, so this, you know, that's, that's really, really good. Next week, uh, we're gonna have, uh, Dexter and Benjamin Tynan on, as we're gonna be talking about the 1994 smash hit The Lion King, and I'm looking forward to this, first time I've recorded with, uh, two guests, so, uh. That'll be uh, interesting to go. We are dynamic. Um, but guys, if you're on social media, check out Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram. Uh, if we are not on your social media platform of choice, go ahead and check us out on all the good ones like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and TuneIn. And of course, we are on YouTube, bit.ly slash bmnetwork-youtube. That's where you can find sample episodes, all of our video game series. Um, if you just have uh, YouTube on the background, that's where all of our podcasts are uploaded as well. And I guess that's it. Take it easy. Stay safe. Say your prayers, eat your vitamins. I don't know what I'm saying. I always have a hard time ending these things. But we'll see you next time. Have a good week. Beavis and Butthead.
1: Ugh.